0: Hello City Church, welcome to another episode of City Church Together. Today, I'm continuing my conversation with Whitney on cultivating wisdom, and we'll be focusing on how the wisdom that God brings to us through his spirit moves outward and encourages other people. So let's jump into the conversation. There have been many times where I've wanted to harness my wisdom and bulldoze people. And as a means to like, you know, it's like, okay, you are clearly wrong. So here are are, uh, ways one, two, and three you can change. When really I need to be cultivating wisdom and understanding and compassion with them. And so as we are working on cultivating wisdom in our own hearts, how do we wisely use our wisdom outwardly how does it move outward um how do we do that in a way that is loving instead of damaging to ourselves and other people
1: yes that's a a good question and i have been studying uh ecclesiastes 118 um this week and and uh also paired that with james uh 3 but in ecclesiastes it says for in much wisdom is much vexation and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. Um, and if you have ever taken, you know, good and wise truth and tried to force it upon a person, like it is vexing. Um, people aren't always ready to hear or respond in the way that we desire for them. And in so many ways, like you've shared as a leader, it's it's well intended. Um, but some of that, the verse goes into when you increase knowledge, you also increase sorrow um what we see is when when we increase knowledge and understanding of sin and darkness and evil and we see it being played out we see people clinging to um false idols we see people escaping and how that's going to spiral further we see people um giving in to to shame and living that out in a way that hurts themselves and hurts relationships we want to quickly stop it um and in some ways we want to quickly stop it for them Um, In other ways, we also don't want to have to bear that pain of suffering too long. Um, And we think if we just tell you what we've learned and you just do it, all will be fine. Um, But if you have been a kid at some point or you have parented, you know that some of what is the most influential part of parenting is coming alongside your kids or people coming alongside you. And yes, speaking those true things, but also not giving up on you. Um, when it still doesn't make sense to you. And so, um, there is this idea of we gain knowledge and wisdom, yes, to know God and to love others, but in knowing God, we see his patience with us and, and he more than anyone sees the dichotomy between darkness and light. And he sees all the different layers, even in ourselves that we don't see. And he grieves for those pieces of us that keep us far from him or those pieces of us that still give into anxiety. Um, and fear instead of us trusting him. And and he so desires for us to see him rightly and cling to him, but he's so patient and his son entered into that suffering with us. And so while knowledge increases our sorrow, because we see more clearly the path that people can sometimes go down with darkness. um, We also like Christ fill up his afflictions and, and enter in with them and, um, I've shared a little bit about, um, about lamenting. And and I recently had read, um, the book that I'd shared with you all about, um, dark clouds and deep mercy. And in it, he talks about the idea of what it means to cultivate grief, um, to, to teach lamenting. And he, he mentioned looking at things that bring up darkness. And, um, many of us don't, <laughs> unless it's already in our life, we don't want to just go out seeking darkness because like the passage says, it brings sorrow. Um, but, But James says, um, James three, 13 through 18 says, who is wise and understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. Um, And then it goes on in verse 17, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Um, And that idea of looking at darkness with the knowledge and wisdom God has given us, bringing His kingdom into those things, bringing um, right emotion into it—grief, sadness—is is is going to be how we enter in with with peace um, into those dark moments. Um, Just even bring, you know, thinking on um, what recently our our country has been looking at and talking about um, with the the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. Um, we can find ourselves getting wrapped up in in facts first, and and seeking knowledge um, in a way that's actually self-protecting, or in a way that is is missing the emotion of sadness and grief. And there is a time and a place, um, there is a, a reason that that knowledge can be good, but it also can remove the emotion and the story and the sorrow um, and some of what uh, the book. Uh, dark Clouds Deep Mercy talked about was looking, looking at those stories, looking up statistics, um, hearing stories of death and murder and injustice and, and grieving like God grieves, lamenting to him about that. Um, much of my counseling uh, brings up difficulty in people's past. And, and there are some sweet moments where people um, who have a heart for forgiveness will oftentimes say, well, that person didn't know better. Um, or that person was also hurt and abused, um, and that is a fact, and that is knowledge. Um, but it also doesn't miss the story. It doesn't also. It doesn't. It doesn't overlook that the person sitting across from me still was hurt and abused, and should share that story, and I should grieve with that person. Um, knowledge and and fact should never overtake listening to a story. Um, and, and, uh, there's a counselor who I have, I have been reading some of her meditations on just, um, her experience as a counselor and, and how, how God grew her. And, and one of her main points was even for me as a counselor, I have a temptation to want to use my knowledge, um, to avoid listening. Um, because sometimes I'm scared of the truth. Um, sometimes the truth might make things more complex or I, the truth might be more grief and more darkness and more sadness. Um, or the truth might just, you know, make the process longer, but so much of, of wisdom is intended to, to bring peace and to listen and to know, um, the way in which the world is broken and dark and to enter into that, um, willing to be part of restoration, um, rather than trying to just use knowledge to rescue people from bad feelings. Um, and so some of what I would encourage, City church is is to to listen to to stories um, that do bring sorrow and to 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 learn to feel those emotions and um, to be grateful for the gifts God has given us like wisdom Um, but also to remember that God is is part of all of this and so um, even as we have wisdom and knowledge that say you know that this time this pandemic is going to hurt our economy or our kids are going to struggle when they go back to school. Um, there is sorrow to be had for that, but not despair to know that God is still in this and all of the things he gave us before COVID and even in the midst of COVID are gifts from him, but they weren't supposed to be our security. So we can look to him and his kingdom, knowing that he is at work. Um, and as we, we grieve with people and their stories of darkness and sadness, um, we move in with peace and compassion like Christ did to restore people um, rather than, like you said earlier, to bulldoze people with truth and knowledge. Um, And again, probably some of the things we say truth and knowledge wise aren't going to change. It's just the posture that we move people move towards people in is, is one of listening and understanding rather than being heard or even trying to, to protect ourselves from, from bad feelings by, um, fixing people as quickly as possible, um, and so that's some of what I've been learning this in this book and even God has been showing me in this time about counseling and, and meeting with people is um, how wisdom is such a gift from him and I'm grateful for it. But it was never intended for, for my own power or my own protection or my own identity Um If that's the case, then it's like Ecclesiastes says, wisdom is going to be vanity and and money is going to be vanity and work is vanity, Um, but rather looking, especially during this time that things God has given us as gifts and how he intends for us to move towards people um, with our work and with our money and with our wisdom.
0: Well, thank you, Whitney, for sharing. As we close today, I'm going to read the prayer um, of Paul in Colossians 1 And then after I read, Whitney will pray us out. Uh, City Church, we are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all pride? No, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and growing in the knowledge of God.
1: God, thank you for your word and the people of City Church who are continuing to seek God through your word and people how to love you and love others. God, thank you for your gifts of one another, um, your gifts of, of uh, work and, and family and um, friendship and wisdom. God, help us this week to to ask ourselves the areas in which we've clung to those things as security or protection or identity, help us. God, to see them as gifts, things to be grateful for, um, God, but not things to cling to and and crumble under when when they look different or have been taken. Um, God, continue to to lead our people during this time of a new normal and and. Um, a slowness of life to, to spend time in your word, to know you. Um, and as we talked about during this time, how to move out towards other people in love, um, and in compassion, ask this in your son's name. Amen.